my week I did not know what to do But now it's time for the Support Weekend Review I updated my Slack and it still throws me off. I'm still waiting for this meeting is being recorded. And now it's like recording is in progress. Uh, my name is Lyle Kozloff, Senior Support Engineering Manager based in Vancouver, British Columbia, which is beautifully sunny today and has been all week. It's been marvelous. Very, very happy about that. Who else do we have today? Hey, Cynthia Ng, Senior Support Engineer, also known as Artie, uh, in Vancouver Island, beautiful British Columbia, also very nicely sunny over here. Yeah, it's good. It's good, especially after the long, long rain. But people of the world don't care about our weather because they have their own weather. Today is uh, January 22nd. Phrase of the week is don't get babies and generals together. This came from a discussion about hand gestures that arose out of random where folks were noting that in the UK, the peace sign, if turned backwards, is rude. And then so we were having a discussion about baby sign language and military sign language, and how if babies and generals ever get together, they're going to have a lot of difficulty communicating. So <laughs> words from the wise. Uh, on call next week, January 25th or 29th. You'll notice I switched up the template this week uh, because we're doing crew in most places. So I took out SLA Hawk and FRT Hawk. Uh, APAC, if you want that back in, I'm happy to report on it. I just thought that since most of that was crew and or on call, uh, this, this is actually information that changes week to week. Uh, but leave me a note. Uh, SAT reviewing manager next week is James Lopes. Managers, it on, <clears throat> managers on call, uh, Lee and Amer. APAC is Jane and Amia is Ilya. Uh, for customer emergencies next week, Cody is on for a mayor, Adam is on for APAC 1, Andrew for APAC 2, and Katrin is in EMEA. CMOX, uh, Jason and Caitlin are taking on a mayor, APAC 1 is Alvin, Ari Hunt is in APAC 2, and EMEA we have Mohammed and Rehab. First section is actionable. Cynthia. Yeah, so Jason put in um, the area of Focus Workgroup needs your help again. Um, we're doing a second survey to test out the categories we're thinking of using. So it would be super, super helpful uh, if you can help by filling out uh, the linked survey, reviewing 10 tickets. Uh, we're encouraging people to feel free to do those during pairing sessions or even meetings or crush or whatever. Um, but we start, are still asking that each person submit their answers uh, separately. And uh, that looks like that's the only actionable for this week. So things to know about. Which there are many. Uh, James has the first one. Uh, he notes, in order to drive ubiquitous language within support, he's introduced a change to refer to the two separate Zendesk instances as global and US federal. So these terms describe the user base of each support portal and help us avoid ambiguous terms like main, because that makes sense. Uh, and who knows, in the future, maybe we'll have more than this instances. We'll see. I almost kind of hope not just because having one is enough <laughs> or two is enough. Um, but yeah, never know. 
All right, so John Long, uh, it looks like HTTP pages sites are redirecting to HTTPS by default now. Uh, so this was introduced in 13.7. He's created an issue uh, because there seems to be several customers experiencing uh, problems with this. So there is a workaround documented in the issue as well. Uh, domain source configuration does need to be changed to disk but this is uh, not an issue for .com, uh, probably because it is a infrastructure side or instance-wide change. I wonder, I mean, could it be for custom domains though? I'm not sure. Interesting, I assume we haven't seen any tickets, so. No, I've not seen any for .com. Uh, yeah, all the pages issues tickets that I've seen are self-managed. Uh, number three is from Nordine. Uh, is anyone interested in becoming a stable support counterpart for the access group? Blair is currently the stable support counterpart, but she's not fulfilling her duties because she left the, the company, sadly. Uh, so they definitely, uh, if anybody would be interested, please, please, please feel free to add yourself, tag your manager in the MR. And if you need help getting the MR together, feel free to reach out to me. Or Nordine. Uh, I have number four. Uh, I merged an MR. Uh, this is just for wider visibility. This is in the .com meeting this week. Uh, but account deletion requests for GitLab.com. Previously, uh, we only required email confirmation for account deletion. We've now changed that uh, to red, which is the highest level of verification. Uh, this is immediately going to have the effect of halting a lot of account deletion requests in their tracks. Uh, so there's probably going to be angry folks that are going to threaten legal action. This is, however, coming from our friends in legal and security. So I apologize in advance for any tickets you get with creative language use. Um, Izzy is working through uh, support team at a 3068 to see if there's any reasonable process where we can, like, help users with that story of I lost my 2FA and I can't re-register because my email's on my old account. I don't know if I don't know if there's a solution to this, which is why I have Izzy working on it. Um, you can check out the MR diffs it, linked in the doc. And then uh, thank you, Cynthia and Tristan, for collaborating on a follow-up MR to make the overall workflow more clear. And I don't think we're done probably working on this workflow in general. So if there's something where you're like, this could be more efficient, don't hesitate to propose a change. Um, I know right now there's a lot of back and forth. And so I think that might be an area where we could probably make it better. Yeah. Uh, all right, and then BG has number five. So there's a quick summary of action items from the retrospective uh, for support stable counterparts. Um, there's more to come. Uh, we now have a new handbook page dedicated to that. Uh, so almost anything you were previously finding on the kind of general support page around stable counterparts have now been moved to its own page and then other stuff has been added to it. Thanks to VG for that. Um, and then she's also created a short onboarding module for anyone looking to become a stable counterpart to kind of help guide you uh, with kind of introducing yourself to the PM and all this other stuff. Please check it out. 
even if you're already a stable counterpart, I think it's a really good thing to uh, look over, uh, even if you don't open the issue uh, itself. Uh, she's also gone ahead and created a GitLab group. So it'll be gitlab.com slash support slash support stable counterparts. And there's also uh, now a Slack user group at support uh, dash stable counterpart. Uh, so if you need to, please feel free to use them uh, and we'll keep going from there. Thanks to VG for all the, the work around that. Yeah, I'm really excited to see this evolve. Uh, number six from Will, who made a video on using the newer top and dash dash interval options in fast apps to dig into performance issues. It uses a real ticket, uh, so it's private video and you'll need to switch to GitLab unfiltered account to view it, but check it out on YouTube. Uh, I have number seven. I wanted to note that I added a new challenge in the risk factor worksheet that's going to expedite 2FA requests that fall under the large customer account verification flow. Uh, you can see the details in support team at issue 2878 or on our uh, risk factor worksheet. Oh, I have number eight too. I forgot the, only I forgot the rules of the recording. Uh, a reminder, CMOX, seven-day rotation is starting in Amea EMEA on February 1st. If you're in the CMOX rotation, make sure you check your schedule and start carrying your phone on weekends. Uh, details in the issue 2822. Yeah, that's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. But I think we have enough people in the rotation now that it, it's not going to be too bad. Um, and I have number nine. So uh, I updated the support training template, the one to help you build training modules um, to include an assessment. So if you're doing training and the module that you're working on right now doesn't have an assessment, uh, please consider either making one or uh, asking one of the existing experts or maintainers to uh, consider uh, what would be a good way to provide an assessment rather than just answering tickets. Yeah, live. Uh, number 10 is from Lee, just an update on compensation review. At this stage, all of support management has reviewed and submitted their team data to Tom Cooney. He's now presenting to Eric Johnson for final approval. And we're on track to have finalized information to share with each member of the team by February 1st. Uh, if you've been following along in the compensation review cycle uh, in page on the handbook, we are on step six slash seven. Uh, we also noticed that January is almost over, but I saw in Slack that Ben says, there's still 29% remaining, and that would be the same as saying the year's almost over in September. So I'll leave it to the listener to decide if January is almost over or not. <laughs> I have number 11, and for the public recording, I can't uh, say exactly what it is, but there's a large change happening in January 26th, and you should get familiar with support team meta 3043, uh, which is a confidential issue. Uh, specifically, you should make sure you know what to do uh, if a bug is reported related to this change uh, and how to escalate and find uh, appropriate representatives. I won't say more than that, but check the doc and check the issue. I'm pretty sure someone will also comment that, uh, you know, it's still March 2020. 
January's not almost over. It's still March. Um, so next section we have, what did we learn this week? Uh, Mike Lockhart wanted to share that in using Anton Zendesk, a download router plugin for Firefox, uh, you can also use the multi-account containers plugin to keep your work and personal slash testing browsing separate. Then uh, the router doesn't work properly. Oh no. You can make them work together by just leaving Zendesk in the default container rather than forcing it in a specific container. It's because the cookies aren't shared between containers uh, by design. All right, good to know. No. Uh, I have a different solution to the Firefox problem. And so I learned about this plugin. <laughs> I didn't even know that it existed. Uh, next section is kudos. Uh, ben, Alvin, and Mohammed, great support, guys. Keep going like this in ticket 186955. As an aside, I don't know that you need to install the plugin anymore. I think multi container, multi account containers is built into <laughs> Firefox these days. Anyway, sorry, that's an aside. All right, next, next kudos we have um, is ticket 188060. Uh, Comments just excellent. Uh, in regards to Ryan Kelly. Good job. I just read that in a Bill and Ted voice and then do like electric guitars in my head. <laughs> or no, that Wayne's World? I don't even know. Yeah, I'm getting so is. old, I don't, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Good. Glad we sorted that out. Uh, number three is for Brie. Brie was excellent. Thank you very much. And ticket 187050. Uh, and then for Caitlin, the problem ended up being a user error, but Caitlin was engaged with useful lines of questioning before that was discovered. And after it was discovered, still found changes in recent versions that could be related to why the user's behavior seems to have worked before that will hopefully benefit development work to improve the affected form. Five stars, which shop here again, ticket 188194. We have one for uh, Jason Young and Julianne. As usual, the experience was very good. We got a first quick response, which is very crucial in my humble opinion, just to let me know that my issue is seen. Cube's SOS utility is a really useful tool. It's easy for us and it's very transparent which data is collected. And finally, Jason made a very good impression. He quickly had a comparable setup to ours and reproduced a similar problem. He gave a well-founded suggestion, which helped me a lot to understand and mitigate the problem. Overall, I would say the support quality at GitLab has not much room for improvement. Just keep this awesome level of quality. My experiences with the GitLab support so far are certainly a reason why I'm recommending GitLab as a product to others. Whew, can we frame that? That is awesome. Ticket 186958. Very nice. Um, yeah, and then next up we have Joseph and Sigalin. Um, I was locked out of my account, but the team asked me three rounds of questions to get back into my account. It took three days, but all in all, I think really making sure that you are who you are uh, is of utmost importance. Uh, someone praising our account verification process. You should probably read that too. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was in 187913. Uh, Donique has the next one in ticket 188540. I'm satisfied and grateful for the subscription. Thank you for your collaboration. Uh, and then next we have for Kevin in 185612, customer service individual went above normal expectations to complete my request. 
customer service individual. I like that. Um, next one is for Olivier and me. Uh, thank you, solved with maximum satisfaction. I know exactly which ticket this is. Um, they went to the forum and we got it all worked out, but it was an interesting one. And that was in 187827 for those listening and following, probably not typing in ticket numbers, but that's okay. Um, Renee in 188020, uh, thanks a lot. I raised two support tickets in the past and they were processed quite well. Thanks. Uh, one multi-region, Kate, Cleveland and Ari Hunt. Uh, very responsive security support in 187973. I'm curious, what, what is security support? <laughs> um, next one for Harsh, we have uh, 187602. I had what turned out to be an easy question and Harsh gave me a direct easy answer in the first response, in addition to a bit of information on my mis own misunderstanding of some API resources five stars. Uh, Sailing got another one in ticket 186140. Simply, thank you. Uh, and then the next one we have for Tom H. 187527, very quickly support. I'm sure they'd be very quick support. <laughs> and issues solved perfectly. Number 15, looks like a ticket that took over the entire support team practically. Thanks for Matthew, Davin, Shem, John, Lam, Julian, Rahab, Jason, Alan, Vidya, Harsh, Anton, Lewis, Catalan, Eric, Nordine, Nathan, Caitlin, William, Ronald, Prian, Julius, and Tiago, and Katrin uh, in ticket 180870. Adjourn. Good job, everyone who worked on that one. That must have been quite the ticket. Um, and then 16, we have um, Alan, David, and Katrin, 188753. I really appreciate your help and the others for the speed. We use other tools and software here, and GitLab support is one of the best, hands down. Yes, love that. Uh, number 17 is a Slack from uh, Stephen Terrar, who's uh, Tam, I think it's Tam, is it Tam? Yeah, on uh, public sec. Well, not. now with Google, you can just mouse over and find out. It's so nice. <laughs> uh, another customer call today where the customer PM specifically asked me to pass along how grateful he was for the excellent support they received from this federal support desk over the past few months. He then asked me again later in the call to make sure I was going to pass this feedback along. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Caleb Cooper, John Long, Greg Myers, and many others. Yeah, nice. Uh, US Federal Support Desk, too. All right, and then, um, oh, I see. This is also, this is a federal ticket. I wonder the number is so small. It's 488 um, for uh, fantastic support, very helpful. Bree stuck with me until it was resolved. Excellent. I love, this is a very long kudos section, but this is exactly what I like. Doing great work team. And now onto the metrics, where we get to say great work team again. Uh, KPI number one is 95% SAT. This week we are sitting at 100%. That is highly unusual 
and very excellent. Uh, so I'm very happy about that. KPI number two is 95% FRT on priority tickets. We're sitting today at 95.2, which is up uh, from 90.4 last week. Also an excellent result. It could not have happened unless everybody was working together. So very pleased about that. And KPI number three is 85% NRT on priority tickets. And we're sitting at 94.6, which is also excellent. Uh, US Federal, likewise, very good. Uh, 100% FRT, 100% NRT. Uh, and case volumes down a little bit, but excellent work, US Federal support. Uh, 20 calls total scheduled this week. That's six more than last week. Uh, 584 pairings so far this quarter. That's 48 more than last week. And I included a screenshot of the burn up chart just because it's that like classic up and to the right, uh, which is cool. Are I, you going to hit 600 by the end of the quarter? I mean, if the trend continues, like it's actually, it's pretty linear. And so I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't. Uh, we've been pretty consistent more than 40 per week. So unless next week everybody's like, that's it, no pairing, I'm done. Then I think we're definitely on track for 600. Um, I'm gonna go on to the strategy section. Again, this is just experimental. Uh, let me know if you find it useful. I kind of snuck it in the bottom of the support we've interviewed doc and I read through it in the audio edition, but I don't actually know if anybody saw it or found it helpful. Uh, so the first is PTO by region. Uh, next week, uh, I have a little screenshot of like sort of who's out, well, like by region. Uh, and it looks like APAC have a significant number of folks out on Monday and Tuesday, and they have some folks out all week. So AmeriFolks, that means we're on the hook. Uh, so from 11 a.m. PST, just be particularly aware of breaches that are gonna happen in the next eight hours. If we can send along a clean queue, then the folks in APAC who are around are going to have a much easier time. Uh, but yeah, we want to make sure that we send them only, only the good stuff. Uh, and then Amer has some folks that are out on Friday, which is awesome. I'm happy for that. Uh, but Amer folks are in. Let's make sure we close out the week strongly. Uh, the way that we're going to do that is in your afternoon on Friday before you leave. Focus on those breachers. Make sure that we're leaving the queue clean at the end of the day so that when we loop back around to APAC uh, in Amer's Sunday afternoon, they are not overwhelmed. I pulled out the heat map of breaches uh, in the NRT and FRT for the past four weeks. Uh, and it looks like this week is much more diffuse. If you look at sort of like 15, 1500 PST is uh, like the danger hour. That is. I have some more analysis in uh, support team metrics number 12. Uh, but even for the past eight weeks, like at 3 p.m., we go down to like 46% SLA achievement. That, I'm making that number up slightly, but it is almost that bad. Uh, so yeah, 3 p.m. this week is much less strong and breaches are more diffuse overall. You can see that reflected in our overall metrics. Uh, we're well, we're above our line, um, so that's great. We still, I don't think we're out of the woods yet necessarily, like let's continue to watch out for 3 p.m. PST. Um, so yeah, excellent work this week. Uh, and again, similar to even just what I said in the PTO section, like starting around 11 a.m. PST, uh, continue, continue, to prioritize, continue to prioritize tickets that are going to breach, in particular, first replies. Uh, 
I can keep on talking because there's <laughs> likely an MR that's going to come uh, that kind of expresses the priority between FRT and NRT for crew, uh, but we can talk about that next week. Uh, Cynthia, you added a point. Do you want to? Yeah, I'm just gonna, I just wanted to mention that as an aside, but kind of related, we've opened a number of issues as part of AMER crew feedback to discuss some of how to improve, especially because those breach times are like you say, kind of, you know, getting into afternoon PST. Um, so, I mean, you still need to watch out for this and, you know, continue to improve our process, but I'm just gonna, link i think there might be an epic but otherwise i'll link a couple of the more kind of pertinent um, issues that we've opened uh, that at least kind of discusses how do we you know continue to strategize around getting these breach numbers down thank you for that cool i think that's it um all right happy friday all oh the mayor folks Make sure you expense a meal today in celebration. Uh, I, there's like, this is, a, I forget, there's some GitLab milestone. It's the 22nd. I celebrated my third year at uh, GitLab this week and also my third year in Canada this week. So tonight we are going to uh, White Spot for our traditional <laughs> BC meal, which was the first one we had in Canada when we moved. And for those that don't know, uh, White Spot is a very BC restaurant. It's uh, they're well known for their hamburgers, but they have it's kind of lots more than just that. It's very family. It's not decorated diner style, but the food is definitely very family diner style yes. food. Um, and I will say, uh, some of my family members used to go there like almost every week for brunch and have waffles, you know, like the, people have traditions around going to white spots. So it is definitely, that's why I kind of laughed when you said you were going to white spot because it almost, it seems like a lot of Canadians have traditions around going but, to, to it. Just, I think just, it's just in BC though, right? Or they have them in Alberta or further east? I'd have to look it up. I think it started in BC um, and I'm not actually sure how far it goes. It's definitely a Canadian um, chain. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, don't know. I, have, I have some family members in Toronto where they, they come, one of their traditions is when they come to Vancouver, they go to White Spot. Um, we could keep on talking about this. So if you want to stop listening now, I'm going to talk about hamburgers for one more second. Um, two things, uh, pirate packs are the kids meals. And that is definitely like everybody, anytime an adult hears that a child is going to white spot, they're like, oh, you're going to get a pirate pack. And it, it comes in a giant paper boat and a golden chocolate coin in addition to ice cream, which just seems like it's too much for me, but that's fine. The other thing is, uh, there's an offshoot of White Spot called Triple O's that it serves basically just the burgers. It's like fast food style. And there was briefly in Bangkok a Triple O's, very briefly. Yes. <laughs> I don't know where else in the world they made it to. And it didn't last for very long, but it was there for a while. Okay, that's it. Have a good weekend, y'all. Enough hamburger chat. We'll see you in the queues.
Enjoy your year-end party meal.